if anyone should get married, it it should be me, right? Because I wow, guys, yeah, yeah, no, for real, for real. I if if anyone should be married, listen, if if I explain that, if I Papa Nua, going to explain, going to explain. We pick it up from where we left off last time. Welcome again and enjoy the show. If I send you out, if I send you out to go on a trip and I say who do you want for your pilot? Do you want the guy who says, "Oh, flying is beautiful, flying is this and flying is myself, me and the pilot can sit here and tell you the exact same things. We can tell you all the things that we know about flying as in a general sense, but when it comes down to it, I don't want to be on a plane with someone whose only idea of flying is what they've heard and what they've read. I want someone who knows how when things go wrong, what could go wrong, how it could go wrong, how to prepare for it. Okay, please and, and uh, please help us understand yeah. Yeah. what how that is you for a marriage. Well, for one, for one, I am not saying things like, "Oh, marriage is good to raise children and da da da." Okay, like, you're not yeah, married. So how know. would you know? <laughs> What's that? You're not married. How would you know? Well, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with it that it is. What I'm saying is there's, a, there's another side of it that people don't see, right? Which side? And, is that? and, and usually, well, it's, it's, it's the whole, uh, you know, it's, you know, if you get divorced, you're going to get, uh, it's for the protection of the kid. You imagine, I mean, I, I welcome you all to invite your brothers, uh, and your male relatives to live that life and we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Because here's the thing. You, I know what. Which life exactly? I think I think I think we're okay. We I see what you mean. We can get we can get caught up in a rabbit. We can get we can start going down a rabbit hole that has no end. Mm. Um, to me, to me, it's simple. The, the, the thing that you can distill down is: should, is it advisable? Or is it not? And I'm saying it's not. And I'm giving my reasons. Like, well, we can go. Is it good or bad? It's not can, I, can I follow up with another question, Evans? Yeah. You, you, you're advising people not to do it. Listen, I was, I was responding specifically to that, that idea that you're you just. You need to ask, is it necessary? Fine, just, that was the question. It's not necessary at all. Not at all. Would you get married? Would I? Yes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's why are you not following your own advice? Why are you not following your own advice? It's not advisable if you have if you haven't done your homework. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, let let me let me be clear. And I said this. This is what I said. I said you need to calibrate your understanding of the risk. We're agreeing on the most part. What we're dis- what what I think we're disagreeing on is the element of the actual amount of risk. And and that's that's up for debate because it's like, well, there are all these you know, successful marriages. I'm like, yeah, there are. Before you go on, I think what's also important to note is that the thing is a lot of people have not accepted the fact that they are the rule, right? Everyone always believes, couldn't be me, won't ever be me, mine's going to make it, so on and so forth, right? And so it's important to note that everyone believes they're the exception. Here is the thing, and here is my observation with people. Uh, you go into marriage blind, as Stacy said, that you know you are you are the exception, not the rule. Well, statistics say you are most likely the rule and not the exception. Exactly. But here's the thing: when you are getting married, how how do you hedge against that risk? You cannot. 
you see, you make the, the, the best decision that you think is the best at that time. So you ask yourself questions, okay? When this time comes, like if such and such a situation comes, how do I handle it? How does your, how does your partner see this? How will they handle it? These are the important questions that you ask, you know? But here's the thing. You know, if if you have ever been in a in a in many years with a relationship, and then you wake up one day and you're like, I don't know this person anymore. Like, what happened? People change. There is no way of being 100% sure Guaranteed. that oh, this person is the best. You know, everybody can changes, I, I and at some point, yeah. you you will wake up, look at that person. They have changed, and then in marriage, you decide like you know. I'm going to change with them. I'm going to accept this new person, you know. I'm not going to, you know, just bolt. Most people, most marriages fail because communication has failed. This person has changed. I wake up one day, you're like, oh, man, you know, she's had kids. She's fat or she, she's not hot. Or this guy is now, you know, I don't know, uh, doesn't look the way he used to look before, doesn't. It's not as romantic as it used to be. I mean, life happens. We 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 have way too high expectations. I think accepting that people change, things change, but you know, loving that person every day is what makes a difference. So yeah, so I think I think definitely you make some valid points there. I th- I don't think for me the reason why a lot of marriages fail is because. Seriously, you should not have gotten to it into it in the first place, you know, because you're not aligned on the major things, and um, there are issues you're not going to be able to resolve because principles are different, values are different, and you get into it thinking that stuff is gonna change, and you know I'm gonna bring this person around to my way of thinking, and it never happens. Uh, there is also the opposite side of that. For example, if if I can guarantee you right now, if I got married at 25, I would I would have been divorced right now. Yeah. No, no, no. But at the same time, there are a lot of 25 year olds who got married and are still happily married now, very successful. So I think it's just a, a matter of okay, even if you were to get married at 25. The person that you're getting married to, are there some things that you can look at and you can say, okay, fine, this is going to be a problem down the line? Uh, Fiona, that is not what I was saying. What I was saying is that the things that I believed when I was 25. The things that you tolerate at 25, you might not necessarily tolerate at 30. Yeah, right now, I'm, I'm actually a totally different person. Even my family is like, what happened to you, you know? If, if I, I kind of beg to differ on that one. I mean, I hear you in that you have grown and, and that your experiences are different. But the core person that you are, I think it's still, you're still you. Mm-hmm. Let, let yes, there you, things, experiences have shaped you and you've grown in certain ways. And there are some things that you've realized, okay, I'm going to let go of that. But the person that you are, is still the I will person give, that you no, are. I'll, I will give you an example. When I was growing up, you know, I, I had this, uh, I was brought up in this uh, traditional view of marriage. You know, the man has to take care of you and, you know, you cook for him. You, you basically worship him and, uh, you know, do all this kind of stuff. When I was 25, that was like, yeah, cool. Now, <laughs> hell no, <laughs> no way. So you knew the right way and then you just deserted it. <laughs> Evans, is that what you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> but 
no i i realized i realized that for me what was important is to have a partner who was an equal partner okay that we could bring our heads together and reason together i don't want someone who is uh, above i mean don't get me wrong i i i i respect my husband as a man of the house he finds it really funny but you know uh i i try to do that although he, he he's like i i don't like this whole submission thing i find it very uncomfortable so that's how he is. <laughs> but so i have you know if i had been somebody who had who ha, who who has those really extre- uh, extreme uh, traditional values and and the person I was dating when i was 25 was like that i would be divorced right now i'm not the same person But Eunice, don't you think that your spouse would also be able to change with you if they want to? Because I think that's literally all marriage is, right? You change with each other as the years go by, right? When looks change, you know, you change together, right? And so I think it's also, if the person that you had married, let's say they started off as, you know, right wing or left wing or whatever you want to say, and then you ended up being a centrist and then they didn't necessarily end up being in the center with you. I think as long as that person is like willing to change, and willing to see things from a point of view i think you you can work it out right i think what happens is a lot of people go into marriage and they're not malleable right they don't ever want to change it's like me 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 the way i think me 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 and then you like you forget hey you have to change with this person or else like you're going to drift apart and then you're going to have to get married and remarry so are you going to be remarried every 10 to 15 years when you change cuz life changes you right and age yeah, changes true. too and so are you going to have to be remarried every single time that you change Uh, no 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 that's not what mm. i'm saying african men i'm sorry I, i don't want to stereotype here kenyan men living in kenya a lot of them uh still really attached to these traditional gender roles and all that it entails if getting someone to change from that is is very difficult i mean i have a family that you know men that will not they'll they'd rather be dead than be caught in the kitchen. Mashi wanted to tell me something. Connect me. I, I wanted to, I wanted to say that um you were using the word changing with a person and, and I don't think that's necessarily the way it should be it should be adapting to the new person. That does sound very. Yeah. You adapt to who they are at that moment in time, right? Yeah. You don't keep saying that this is not the woman i married this is not the woman no. i of course it's not going to be the woman that you married right we all change yeah, yeah, listen we all listen change. guys let me let me just I, this is painful for me to listen <laughs> listen <laughs> you, you, you I, and I, i hate to say this but i i will drum it home until you see it you're you're talking about obvious things okay so you're married right <laughs> and then and then your wife says oh uh, i want a divorce adapt to that adapt to that situation Like how do you adapt to a divorce? We are talking so, so about Exactly. We're, ta- we're talking about two people who want to work through it. What I'm saying is this. You you you've already and I think maybe maybe we're we're coming at it from two different angles. Um I'm coming at it from an angle of from the angle of someone who is contemplating, right? Cuz I mean I'm not I'm not the one I, Listen, I'd be the last person to go and tell a married person to divo- to get divorced or to tell someone that's not married to get married right and and i think that's probably where we're spending a lot of mental energy mental energy should be spent on this how do you adapt to the new the way you got married 10 years ago is not the same way people are getting it's not the it's not nearly the same landscape 
right? So instead of instead of going into, are you saying that people have changed? Mm-hmm. That the people who are hunters and gatherers? Hell yeah! So look, yes, some aspects of people have changed, mm. uh, and they're not really based on biological change, but based on uh, and, and environment environmental uh, hurdles and environmental boosts. Right. So some people have been boosted and some people have been hobbled. Right? Who has been and boosted and who has been hobbled? I know women it's have going. been boosted, men have been hobbled. <laughs> no. This is this is the truth. This is the truth. This is a truth that that everyone knows, but you know, you're like, why not? And the, and the fact that you can't even the fact that you are recoiling when I say that is even more evidence that it is a disadvantage for a guy to try and get married without realizing the full effect or without without real without seeing it for what it really is and what it is is this is a system where you go in with all the best of intentions both uh, and i and i don't doubt this i don't know I don't if i would describe this. your intentions as the best of intentions not me i'm not married but those who get married they have the best of intentions both men and women they go in but the thing is that there and you guys have said it that there is ups and downs right and I would never look. If you want to judge a good thing, you don't judge it in the easiest time. You judge it in the hardest time. You judge it when things are thick. The, the question is: it is it is it good to be married or not? Should not be asked to the people who are in, who are on their honeymoon. Should never be asked to the people who got married two months ago. It should be asked to the people who are in on the verge of divorce court. And so, as a man going into a marriage in north america you should know you you owe it to yourself to at least do the homework so that you know that you're going into a system where if things get rough there's a lot of incentive for her to say you know what i'm out that is incentive and that's the thing i'm cutting you off here now okay go ahead uh data disagrees with you there's a lot of a lot of research that says that Men are three times more likely to leave their marriage when their partner needs them than the than uh, than the opposite. That is a fact. There is nothing harder than a partner getting a terminal disease like cancer, or uh, f- called fibromyalgia, or arthritis. Th- those kinds of uh, illnesses where you know they are very dependent on you. So when okay. things get really, really rough, it yeah. is the men who leave. Okay. There's two sets of people. There's two percentage of the population. One percentage is married and one and a partner gets a terminal illness. The other one, married, someone loses a job or someone gains weight or someone, the in-laws start interfering. You pointed out. You said yeah, yeah. you said yes. that uh, that uh, that uh, you can only gauge it when you're going through a really rough time. There's nothing yes. rougher than somebody with a terminal illness. I agree, illness. but but statistically, it is insignificant how many people suffer terminal illnesses. It oh is my statistically God. insignificant. Not, it is millions, guys. No, 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 no there's no see. point there. Okay, Eunice, Eunice, Eunice. Okay, guys. Here, this is the most important question to ask. Has Evan's idea of marriage, right? Because like the first people we know that are married are our parents, right? Did and does did that marriage work out? Yes or no? And how has that shaped him, right? Because like for me, the idea of marriage was always my parents, right? And so that's what shaped what marriage was for me, right? 
And so that's when you decide, hey, like, is this the type of person I want to be or do I want to go on the other side? And what factors led to that, right? And so if you have, a, like, if your family unit, right, and the people that shape the idea of marriage for you don't necessarily work out or they work out, that changes your perception completely about what marriage is, right, and what you are willing to put up with or not put up with when it comes to marriage, right? And so that's what, like, we don't grow up in a vacuum. Like, nobody, nobody wakes up one day and, like, shapes their view of marriage and that's what it is at a constant, right? And so we have so many factors that influence us, right? So maybe Evans is surrounded by super confident women who don't want to get married. And then he decides, you know what? Those are not the type of women I want to end up with, right? And that's completely fine, right? Or, you know, um, his parents, right? 100% shape up. What? So the women that you're around and your parents didn't shape your view of marriage? Listen, we can talk about things being shaped, but listen... <laughs> that is irrelevant. You're, as, when but you're, it's not. We don't grow up in a vacuum. Listen, I know we don't. I know we don't. Listen, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. My parents didn't grow up using the internet, but I had to learn <laughs> because it. Because guess what? That's how I do my homework. That's how I talk to people. That's how you. It's it's no different. Yes, hey, maybe. I'm confused. Maybe. I'll uh, you, I'll, Evans, yes. Evans, Evans, yes. you're bullshitting your way through answers. How is how is that bullshit? <laughs> no, Listen, you're not answering. Yes, thank you for calling him out. Who who has shaped who has shaped your view of marriage? Who was the most integral part of your life? Who shaped your view of marriage? Myself. People who who live in, and I'm not directing this at anyone specifically. This is interesting research. People who live in families that have had divorce are likely are more likely by many times over to get divorced people who live in families Again, where that's there's, an obvious thing okay okay good now you say that's obvious but good <laughs> people who live in families where there is domestic violence are many more times over likely to be in a situation where there's domestic violence in their <laughs> families everyone's um, gonna argue with it i'm not each one of our views have been impacted and influenced by environments in which we grew up if we were in Kenya right now, this discussion would have likely sounded very different. We are shaped a lot by our environment. Okay, and that brings me to the next question. Let's move, we'll move on from there. So my, my, my question is, how is it, your interaction, your travels, changed your view on marriage vis-a-vis -vis the Kenyan traditional setting? Mash. Uh, marriage has... How marriage has shaped me. Sometimes I'm not sure whether it's me growing older. There, there are a lot of things that are, there's a lot of interplay between different things. You know, you get older. Um, and so now you're not sure whether it's the environment or it's just you necessarily you getting older and seeing th things differently, which we all do. We all, our perspectives change, but me living here and I, I know one thing that has changed me for sure is there's a lot of solitude here. So you find yourself toe-to-toe -to -toe with, your, with your partner, with your wife or your husband. Like you're following each other wherever you go. And most of the time it's not because of now you love this person so much more than people who in Kenya who don't even show up at home in the evening. They're in bars drinking. So you find yourself um, in a way being closer to your child and your partner. And I guess that's just inadvertent. And so it becomes, I think it's a good thing where you spend more time with your immediate family than you would have necessarily if you lived in Kenya. 
as in, in as far as culture, the general culture here affecting me, directly influencing me, no. If it maybe it does influence me in the back mm. in the back of my mind, you know, subconscious in my subconscious. But uh, uh, um, Amash, you are, you are in a in a, an intercultural relationship. Do you think uh, things would be different, for example, if you're married to somebody of your own tribe? I've never thought about that. It would be different. I'd be able to speak my language, you know, in, at home. My Kikuria would be able to speak Kikuria. You know, my son would be able to speak Kikuria, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it makes a difference. Maybe it does. I don't think it does. Okay, Fiona. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm also with Marsha. I don't know whether I'd say it's cultural or, or relocating or just growth and, and life, life happening. But I think, I think it's, it's, um, I think marriage is, 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 is good. But um, a lot of times we see, you know, back home and even here, people staying in, in situations that are long past the expiry date because it's, you know, a societal expectation. People staying in bad marriages, people getting beaten up, people getting, you know, abused emotionally and all those sorts of things when really you could, you could leave and it would still be fine. But I can't say that that has come out of, of me being here. I really can't say. Mm, I don't know. Stacey, a minute, Stacey. <laughs> Why am I getting the time? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, well, from my point of view, uh, you know, like um, by the time my parents left Kenya and then came here, they were like the traditional sense in Kenya. And then they came here and they made like a complete 180. So um, I have to say absolutely like the culture here. Um, kind of molds you and shapes you and forces you to change and if you can't adapt if you can't adapt then um you know you kind of either won't have a spouse or you will have a spouse that doesn't necessarily like resents you right mm -hmm. um so i have to say from my parents point of view um, i i personally like i never wanted to get married um but you know choking on the pancake changed me um, and I am, I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> I'm worried about where you've set your bar. <laughs> it's, it's quite low. Um, <laughs> but like, like my said, you, at you this can, point, you, Evans qualifies. You realize that? <laughs> no, but the thing is, I cannot tolerate Evans. That's, that's the absolute difference. But he can save right? you from choking. <laughs> yes, but my, my other point is that it also has to be someone I can tolerate, right? Like, I'm not going to have arguments on who is going to wash the dishes in my own house. <laughs> so, <laughs> Evans might just up and leave when you decide, oh, like, today is your day to wash the dishes. It's like, today is my day. I'm leaving. No, don't so, worry. We'll never, we'll never even get to that point. Don't worry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, Evans. Well, so the way it's changed my, my, my view on it is that um, things are different here and you just adapt. That's it. There's, there's really... The fundamental, like, if you see a happy marriage, it doesn't matter where it is, it looks the same. If you see a disastrous marriage, it doesn't matter where it is, it looks the same. So the culture is kind of irrelevant. One the only thing that say. goes up, okay. the only thing that goes up are the stakes and the <laughs> probability. So to me, to me, it's the same. Like, like, don't, don't tell, you, you can't tell me there's a culture in this world where there are no unhappy marriages, right? In the same way, 
So if you if you go, just, if, they wouldn't be let's defined. Say you as don't know, let's say you don't know Japanese and you, you're dropped right now in Tokyo, and you see two couples. Would you not be able even even not even being able to speak Japanese? Would you not be able to tell a happy couple versus a non happy? Well, maybe not even happy is not the word. Would you not be able to tell a compatible couple from a non compatible couple? Would you be able to say, well, those guys look happy, those guys don't look happy? You would. And so again, you're not answering the question. The, okay, so Evans yeah. answers questions Again, like a politician. So you answer questions <laughs> like a politician. Question, uh, never no, get no, no, to no, the listen, point. Question, no, I'm, the I'm, question I'm was how how yeah. how your views have changed, changed personally. The, the way it's changed is well, I haven't been married then and neither now, but view. I have the eyes to see, right? The I way it's maybe changed, slim though. The, <laughs> She said, right. "Chances Fiona, might be slim." Fiona, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to represent you here. Wow, that's, that's okay. Few. Okay, I'm gonna keep. No, no. The only thing that changes is is the probability and the intensity. So that's 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 what I say. That is the only thing that's different is the probability of you getting yourself in a tough spot, and then when you're in that tough spot, the amount of pain that you will feel is also what has changed my my view on marriage so mm-hmm. i am a little bit more selective now Cynical. and more cautious should i ever decide to do it okay. okay it took five minutes but you got an answer <laughs> okay well you know so, good things take time eh? so yeah. i would say- then you shouldn't take that long okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I would say personally that uh, uh, um, my interaction with other cultures has changed my views on marriage. For one, uh, I I came to realize that marriage was not actually absolutely necessary. I never had to to get married to to be anything. My worth is not tied to being a missus which is what I was brought up as. Like, you know, marriage is, you have, like when I graduated, people are like, oh, namtu wako api, you know, kind of. <laughs> when I graduated yep. from my bachelor. So I had been brought up to believe that my worth is determined by a man, having a man, and having kids. But interacting with other culture, uh, cultures, I realized, actually, this is nobody's business. If I don't want to get married, I don't owe anybody a marriage, and I don't owe anybody a child. Other How about yourself? Are, uh, That's um, good. I, I actually, Ines, I don't. I know I'm about to sound here like Evans, yeah. but I think... That's good. At a personal level, mm-hmm. you don't owe anybody, but I think, and this is more philosophical, this is a more like philosophical conversation. Like at a species level, we owe Mother Earth offsprings. Like, Mother Earth is full. No, no, no. no. Actually, Mother yeah, Earth is I full. No, no, it's full. I know it's full. Right now it's full. So that. No, guys, it's not full. This it's full. It uh-uh. <laughs> has one point something billion people, and so does China. Hiya. More the world population for the first just... time is actually reducing. Hey, hey, Mar- yeah, that's called the Mar- coronavirus. Mash, listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen. My, my, my view on life, as we have discussed so many times before, is that. Nobody owes you nothing. No, you, you the world yeah. doesn't owe you. No, even your child doesn't. You owe, owe it you. something. No, no, no. You don't. No, no. I Why don't. No, no I don't. Something. No, I do not. No, no. You need to Gosh. keep the environment clean, <laughs> right? Who is you? That's, I do not. That's Johnson and Johnson. That's Johnson and Johnson. That's BP. 
they need to keep the environment clean. Oh, no. Marsh is right on that one. Yeah. No, no, I, I have seriously, I have no, I have no um, instinct mm-hmm. to to propagate myself. Yes. I said instinct. I didn't say interest. Very exactly. Instinct. That's natural selection. That's what I'm talking about. No, I have a kid. Come on. That was an accident, clearly. <laughs> no, actually, so wow. It was not. Hey, a... hey. Masha calling other people's children accidents. <laughs> like you yourself, you were planned. I mean, she says she's not. In like you, why you planned? Ah, <laughs> Masha, you're putting words in my mouth. Okay. I said okay, instinct. Okay. Instinct. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I am. I am perfectly happy if, for example, m- my son or my kids decide that they don't want to ever get married or ever have children. I'm happy, and this is why I will never have this discussion about. Oh, I don't know. Go fill the earth, and uh, that I is up to him. That is entirely them. up to him. But I'm just saying that's natural selection at play. When people decide that they're not going to have children, remove they themselves have... from the gene pool. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Only idiots will be left in the world anyway. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh closing remarks, Smash. <laughs> Life is what you make you make it to be. There is people will think at a very high level, you know, people will think about what society expects of them. People may think about what your religion expects of you or God expects of you, but live your life. Just make sure you're happy, you know, so, you know, do what's best for you. Yana. Yeah. So for me, I think, I think marriage is a, is a beautiful thing. I think it's a great um, thing when done right with the right person. And yeah, I think it's a great institution that should definitely continue. Uh, I think that, of course, it's important to be, to be discerning about who you marry and why you marry. I don't think marriage is a must. I think it's good if you get someone to marry and you make it work. But if you don't, it's not a train smash. Your life is not of less worth. Um, I don't think it, it defines you. It defines you either way. I've seen, I mean, I, I see a lot of bad marriages around me, but I also see a lot of good marriages. I mean, my parents, I love my parents and I look at their marriage and, and it's what I would like to have. I mean, they're great. And this is me looking at them and thinking, oh, these guys are really, really cool. How many years on? Like almost 40 years on. Yeah, so I think that's, 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 that's it for me. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I understand. I understand, the, the, I understand all these perspectives, by the way. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm just trying to say that uh, things have changed. And the best that anyone can do for themselves is is to adopt. And unfortunately, you know, with, with most things that change in the world, they change equally for everyone, right? Um, you know, whether it's technology, anyone can write an email right now. It doesn't matter. Uh, so, and, and with the mental models we have in our head, we assume that what, what applies for technology, for example, I'll just use that. But what applies for technology applies for everything else. And so we go, well, Back in the day, marriage was shit. Now marriage is getting better or, you know, relationships were bad. Now they're getting better. Unfortunately, it's not the same for marriage, especially not in North America. And it is spreading. It, I know there's, it's been said, oh, you know, maybe if we were in Kenya, things would be different. Eh, not really. So the reason why we even have this discussion is because there's, there's some kind of, uh, there's some kind of, uh, recognition that, that it's a little, that think, 
things are changing a little bit skewed, right? And and for that's that's pretty you know pretty obvious. And it's not like it's not like uh, the boat the, the 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 this the rising tide is lifting all boats at the same rate. It's just that if you're a man, your risk is higher, and your reward is lower. And do with that what you may. I mean, like, like I'm not saying quit, right? That's not what I'm saying. People, men go to war where they know they'll be killed, right? But they know they'll be killed. And it's, it's, it's that same mentality that I think might be a little bit helpful to people who are, and it's not helpful to everyone, right? So people who are married, they're already married, right? What are they going to do? Leave their spouses? But I think people who are considering getting married, and, and I can't, you know, and, and also, I mean, it's, it's the same for men and women. It's just, you, you have to adapt to the new reality. And that's, that's what I, I was saying throughout this very uh, cordial discussion. Oh boy, do, do statistics prove you wrong? Anyway, Stacy. No, they don't. Um, prove me right. I think, like Mike said, you know, life is a calculated risk, and so if you decide to get into a marriage, you you decide. So, you know, I had uh, a view of marriage from my parents. Um, my parents are a lot like Fiona's parents. You know, they've been together forever, and uh, I've seen them adapt to each other. Um, and so if I were ever to get into marriage, I would want some aspects of theirs, but not necessarily all. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a realist. I, I'm rarely optimistic on anything. And so, um, I think that's, you know, a big problem is that a lot of people go into things, um, highly optimistic and don't necessarily like see the realism in, in it also. That's my point. Or that's my, uh, opinion. Okay. Um, personally, I think that uh, you should live your best life possible. Do what pleases you. If you want to get married, fine. If you don't want to get married, look look for someone who is uh, your kindred spirit. You know, somebody who believes in the same things that you do. Uh, it might work out, it might not work out, but you don't owe society anything. You don't owe the world anything you don't owe them a marriage you don't owe them a child that is my opinion amen all right <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of our podcast i hope you enjoy it and uh, hope the next discussion will be as animated as this one catch us next time mm-hmm.